What up, what up, No Rhyme or Reason listeners, it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ, myself and Icarus Gray, we're on vacation for the next three to four weeks, uh, just giving uh, ourselves a little bit of time for break and so um we want to show you this this special replay episode um well speaking of kanye we've been talking about kanye releasing donda for the last few weeks and so we want to replay an old episode called what would kanye do this is episode 101 uh check it out watch take a listen and we'll be back in a few weeks peace and we're live. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's up, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy wordplay TJ. This right here is the No Rhyme or Reason Podcast. Where we talk about everything. Where we talk about everything for no reason at all. Man. Today. Today we are about to talk about the future, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, should we recap any holiday things? Oh, um, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick. I hope you guys had an amazing Hanukkah, an amazing Christmas. And currently, for those of you celebrating uh, Kwanzaa, I hope you're having an amazing Kwanzaa. And um, Chinese New Year is... Uh, anyway, there's a lot of celebrations going on and I'm like getting uh, mixed up. But I want to uh, shout out to each and every one of you during this holiday season. And yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I want to hear about it. New Year's is coming up, so 2018 season. I think people are starting to talk about that now. Their resolutions, which they'll hold for approximately two days. But <laughs> I, give, I, give, I, give, I give y'all a week. I give y'all a week. But uh, yeah, that's coming up, and that's uh, that's sort of uh, exciting to you all. And um, yeah, I hope your Christmas was nice. I hope your Hanukkah was nice. I hope your Kwanzaa. This is what what day of Kwanzaa? Uh, Technically, I the say third day. I think the. F- I feel like the f- fourth starts like on the twenty sixth. I think. I think, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't want to. Don't have me misquote. Well, it definitely starts on the 26th, for sure. So, yeah. So, so it's just the third. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm off. Okay. But, anyway, happy third day of Kwanzaa to you all. Word. Word. (laughs) Um, I think that day, what, unity, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But, anyway, that's not here here or there. Yeah, I saw it on social media posts. I cannot remember that far back. That was a long time ago. Um, We're not talking about that. Dog. Because it was a long time ago. Uh, but <laughs> today, we, like I said, I was Friday Night Live. Yes, sir. Uh, Friday Night Live episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody's expecting um, us to record on a Friday night. Um, this is not a regular thing. We're doing this because uh, Saturday's free sounds good. So there you have it. Yeah. And we normally do this like when we kind of got like a weekend uh, thing that we kind of got to do. So we want to give you guys an episode. I mean, you still get it regularly. But anyway, what we're going to talk about today is the past, present and future of a one Kanye West. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. So maybe do you have a jumping point? 
where I want to start about is, Kanye West. Um, his general impact on the game uh, as a back, as a back, quote unquote, backpacker. Uh-huh. Um, and me and you have talked about that because that spurred a lot of what you and I are able to do now. It spurred a lot of acts and, you know, the Gambinos and the Drakes and other people of the world to me. Um, yeah. Yes. To answer well your question, Brian, yes. Why I do uh, um so yeah, like okay, so if we're starting with his impact on the game, um let's talk about being a rapper in the first place. Like and what he did what he did for producers and rappers, and then we'll talk about what he did for the public. What he did for rappers was for a long time, and there are rappers who are more like me and TJ that came up in the 90s, like Tribe Called Quest and um, uh, Atmosphere and, and people like that. But there was not somebody. <laughs> those were, those ref, wait a minute, those references are really, really wide. You get atmosphere um, and Tribe Called Quest. Well, well, I just well, think well, about, well, I just think about like their impact and uh-huh. um, just, just the nature of the the music that they make. Like well, they're they're <laughs> a similar type of person. True. I just yeah. I, when I think about it, I would not play a Tribe track and then an atmosphere track right after it so i'm thinking like with the dj mindset (laughs) um but like the reason i mentioned it because i remember one time i was watching uh dead end hip-hop yeah and they were talking about it was years years ago the impact of drake but it was like you know there have been rappers who have talked about their feelings prior to drake and they mentioned atmosphere is one of them and that's kind of what i mean in that um, nerdy kind of sense, because it's normally a nerdy thing to do it in the way that Atmosphere did yeah. it and do it in a way that, you know, uh, or do it the nerdy way to Q-Tip. Like, he's yeah. a, Kanye is a male of, of that kind of yeah. Talib, style. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Early Eminem, those um, raucous mixtapes, you know, all of that stuff, that type of vibe yeah. to it. And he, but he ushered it in in a popular mainstream way for rappers. Like, I remember being like, you know, I didn't want to be a backpack rapper, but I also thought it's okay to be thoughtful and lyrical and, and use soulful beats in a non gangster, like, to make, he was making music <laughs> for, yeah, you know, people like us. So there came about, a time where yeah. if if you didn't do what you were saying in your raps and if it didn't sound hard enough, then people would look at your music like, yo, this is weak. Turn it off. It's whack. I don't yep. want to hear it. And um, mm-hmm. let's just move away from that. Because, I don't know, popular culture tends to lean towards the the let's have fun let's not think about stuff right and with his first song not only is he vulnerable after a horrible car wreck 
yeah. you know, he decides to do this song anyway, and he just it, it was <sighs> the amount of vulnerability that it showed again for artists pushed forward a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen before. And on top of everything, he was producing. And and we'll get to that aspect of, of that impact too. But yeah. to be what he was like uh uh when it all that the through the wire all falls down um and then listening to the album and playing songs like Spaceship and all this other stuff. It's like it was the first time I listened to an album and I was like this is what it would sound like to just be yourself to not like i'm not listening to this feeling like i gotta go flip a key when i get done or i'm not listening to this i'm listening to it feeling like oh i have stories similar to this i have stories that resonate regular people black shit right yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah that's when that when you listen to that album you're like oh i'm black and i've gone through that yeah. That's what it. That's what that album feels like in a in a phrase, you know. Right, <laughs> regular black people shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. And it's it was funny about that is that's why it's so mixed with the perspective classic. of being the outsider in the family, right? Because being yeah. an aspirational person in a black family, not to say that black families don't have a lot of aspirational people it's just mm. when your goals are that big everybody in the family is going to look at you like what the fuck is wrong with you bro right and on top of that you're also in a place where you're trying i've told this about you and i've said this about my wife there are people who are giant killers who look at something and say, this is not right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like how this looks. I want to do something new. I want to go into uncharted territories. Those, that's who he was for artists. Yeah. And not risk avert. Not risk avert. He went full, this is me. Like, and I want to change things. I want, like, the things that I produced and the things that I rap are all awoke woke but it's not like fuck you woke it's i know myself and i love my culture and yeah he's just describing what what he's going through um which is not a it's not even a woke perspective because it's not recommending that you do anything exactly and i was just about to say uh, it's just a description hold on brian Brian made a great point who? That I wanted to say to you, and it's Brian, bang it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, that it's just like you. Because uh-huh. I remember, and even the Kanye thing, like the parallel is when you first started singing before you started rapping. Yeah. I remember, like, even me being like, well, you know, trying to make you the hook guy or something yeah. like that. Before it was like, you know, like with Kanye, like everybody probably would have seen him as the beat guy, the outcast, this, that, and the third. But then it was like, no, I'm not that, and I'm going to do something different. And not only did you do something different, you broke through that barrier. Um, small side note, like today I was going through my old emails trying to look for a, a song or something. Uh-huh. And I go through, and it's like 2010. 
and I'm seeing all of these emails, OTM Outlook uh, uh-huh. for, for for the next year and all this other stuff, and how you've all, we've always worked this way, and how you've always been, you know, uh, set up in a way that's built for success. Yeah. But um, and yeah, and and Kanye just kind of in that similar way was just like, I don't care if you think it's weird, <laughs> like I want to wear um ralph lauren and 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 whatever like and i don't want to wear my pants down here like i want to you know i'm gonna do some some nigga shit (laughs) but (laughs) well we all do it so that's the thing is that even when you're the artsy kid you still fall into that place where you're just you're just still black you're still black like what up sam and you can't you can't hide that from nobody. Um, so th- this is the thing I I think about with with Kanye West is that his work ethic. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder about some artists. I wonder how how they see themselves mm-hmm. because they they do a similar thing Kanye West does outside of production. There's a few people that do both, right? And have done both. RZA is a great example of it. Um, Prime example. But um, there's a lot of folks, say, for example, uh, Talib Kweli, right? Where you see that they have super uh, talent as far as rapping is concerned, um, it's just that I don't know that they aim like over the mountain. Sometimes the mountain is just to conquer rap as a category. Right. The next mountain is to conquer pop culture. And the next mountain is to, I don't know, do something with the government or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The everyday the, the, person, the stepping stones of success, and the thing about Kanye in this regard is he's always thought that way, and it's like you initially probably couldn't see it, like unless you were creative and you just understand how creative creatives work. Mm-hmm. So you see this, the way that he was making music, you see the way that he was producing beats, like you knew a Kanye beat when it came on, um. You know, and it just felt chilling because there was something about the way he sampled. He took the soul of what that song was, poured it into a different song and made it something so pure, Mm -hmm. like a pure emotion where every rapper that rapped on it or around it. Like, I remember the resurgence of, of, of me realizing Twister through Kanye. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, you know, and Jamie Foxx said, I think, like, when he did um, Overnight Celebrity, uh, or not Overnight Celebrity, Slow Jams, um, it was like, oh, I, I want to hear more of him singing. Yeah. And then he dropped his album. The Have John Legend album. his early placements? Rockefeller placements? Um, no. Like Beans? And... Okay. So, yeah, um, that... And um, the dynasty didn't he do the dynasty beat? He, he did, yeah. 
he did a beat on Dynasty. Um, and then he he did a lot of production on Blueprint. Um, yes, now that I know. And Blueprint too. Um, and then his thing took off. So like, I I think about those early produ- production styles, mm-hmm. and I. I didn't know he was mentored by No ID, but when I listened to No ID, I understand where Kanye learned a lot from. And if you pay attention to the styles, they're very similar. They're very similar, especially the root of what he did. It's just Kanye, he knows what to do he he almost stumbles upon the right way to flip a sample right he doesn't so he doesn't quite crazy. create it and you know some people i think they believe that artists work in a way where we just um sort of are these technical geniuses and we know exactly so whatever's in our head is what we put on the, especially producers. It's mm-hmm. not what we put on our, it's not what we have in our head. Um, maybe when we're sampling, we can hear something because we've done it enough. We know how a certain sound sounds sped up or slowed down. So we know which samples to slow down and speed up. But mm. A lot of the times, the sounds that are usually the core of a, a song or that drive a song tend to be accidental. And the additions are also accidental. You just kind of cycle through enough things to where you know this is how I feel. And then only when you get to sort of like the end of the beat or certain drum patterns, only then do you really start placing things pur- purposefully. So the whole process is an accident up until the end. He makes it seem. And not only does he stumble when you stumble into these realms where, like I said, you get this whole nother existence of songs mm-hmm. that came from a completely different era that had a completely different purpose that had a completely different meaning but you take the you literally take the soul out of it and put it in you know a much higher intensity yeah because like when you sit there and you listen to um overnight celebrity or even through through the wire Mm -hmm. essentially when you flip that song, like I guarantee you, if you listen to the song that's sampled from, none of what you feel from Through the Wire is the same as the original song. Like none of it. And it can't be. But he found a way to make it his own. And I, I know sometimes, and the, the thing that used to piss me off is, and it would mostly be a certain type of people, but they would complain about him using samples. And I can understand it from the viewpoint of the artist. I can understand it from a certain viewpoint, but I oh, also you mean older that, artists, yeah, older artists. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I but I understood it from the the standpoint that that's what rap has always been. 
we took the the samples and and from whether it was a drum kick whether it was yeah. the chorus sped up so on and so forth that's what hip-hop is yeah that was a that's mostly so, a payment problem though that's usually yeah. some a problem routed to money almost um, exclusively routed to money because well, nine times out of ten the label would get the like then they add on the top of then they add on top of it i don't like it right well the people like i remember when stronger came out and the edm crowd or whatever like i don't know or not the 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 daft punk ish crowd was pissed and like on top of you already not liking kanye at that point, given, you know, the whole George Bush thing and everything that else that happened. Now it's like you're trying to call him not an artist or not someone and in, 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 in not this way. And it was like it was frustrating because. I know the difference. Like, and I know that that resonates, you know, differently. The song resonates differently with somebody. And when they hear it, they're like, oh, I was expecting to hear so and so. And now I'm hearing this that I don't really like. But yeah, but when you get to that level of popularity, people start taking it personally what you do as a creative person, and right, that's not their business. And I feel like his way of like taking these building blocks because that's what they are. No matter what song you put out, and I do understand again, you want to be paid as an artist, you want you know, if you made a song for it not to be used, but you making this song as a service if rain the song you made rain with 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 when my verse sampled all throughout it or whatever yeah it was for a purpose like i'm not upset and it wouldn't matter whether you pay me or not it's yeah. a dope song and it adds to what you were trying to say yeah. and i know again that's a selfish perspective given that i like i said i enjoy sampling and i also know a hundred percent how good you are at it so that was that was a thing yeah, with rain is that that kind of proves my point on the accidental part because right. what I asked you to do was kind of rap on it. Yep. You and what, what end up happening is that I I just sampled part of your rap. And that's it's that's the beauty of what he did and think of like how many stumbles he had. Yeah. Like amazing stumbles not just like a stumble where okay i ended up here and it's fire and everybody loves it yeah he created like i said moments he created waves he created inspirations he pushed things forward yeah for artists and producers yeah because Because, hip-hop tends to get in a rut and and most music really tends to get in a rut where a thing is very popular for a long time and we will beat the hell out of whatever that thing may be. Auto-tune being one of those. Um, right. Or just the the amount of auto-tune that's being used on a, on, on a specific track. And he went he, and at the height of it, turned it into something a little bit different. What's funny about that is I was just talking about that today, about auto-tune and the people who use it, great. And the list is fairly short for me. It's uh, T-Pain. Of course. Kanye. 
um Travis Scott now for the for the newer age and future. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is How, each what one do you of think those about Wayne. Uh, I mean, I don't think he did anything like special with it other than rap and okay. just use it. You like, just think it was on top the, the, of it. The thing that Kanye because he likes did, it. right? The thing that Kanye and them did, Kanye and the rest. You can make auto tune work really well for you, and be your own voice. Yeah, the a voice lot of is just, just a different instrument on the track. Yeah, a lot of people just turn it to make them sound okay. But like, you know a T-Pain track because not only does he cater it to himself, he then adds melodies. He adds different vocal points. It's not just, I got it here and it's going to correct me to, to, to G no matter what. Yeah. Future, it's like, I can do this you know the same rapping voice and it's unique to me like you know my sound it's not drowned in the fact that everybody can do this i'm still using my voice i'm allowing this tuning instrument to increase my voice as an instrument in a unique way which is why travis scott is so hot for now it's because it's still unique even given it's like he took a uh what's the dude oh pop champagne that dude i can't think of whatever his name but him but it's like he took uh that and made it into a whole nother wave and that's incredible like and i think you were gonna go into um because we pretty much talked about what kanye did for rappers but i think there was another aspect of what you kind of wanted to um, yeah yeah so here so we talked about how he sort of stumbles into things. And so what I wanted to talk about next is how he, I don't think he stumbles into controversy. I think he creates it. I think it's very purposeful. I think that Kanye West knows how to leverage attention because the first time he got attention it worked for his career in a positive way. Could have been the end of his life, tragic enough, but he twisted it into something that would work for he at, at that point in time, he learned how to leverage attention and he did the perfect thing with it. He saw that all of the news was talking about his accident. And so what do you do? You make a song about the accident. And then you push it out. It's freaking genius. And so the next time you come around, you have a thing going on. Anytime you're in the public eye, you have to sort of leverage that that big spotlight that you have. And even though he he's done it on purpose. He's using his real life problems to be uh, to be controversial, and the and it's not to sell right. more and records. Then, uh, it's just to keep the attention on him. And the thing about that, and this is why I was saying, like, it's such an odd thing that, like, while I know in him, he's too calculated everywhere else for this not to be calculated too. 
but it's also you know he tells you everything power in and of itself like yeah no he one tends to project everything that he like, thinks about yeah. he's saying to you that he knows what he's doing and what he's going through but it doesn't mean he's gonna stop it doesn't mean and i think that was the greatest thing that i was telling you was he pushes through that because yeah. even though like it's times where i'm like man Kanye, if you don't sit down somewhere <laughs> and everybody's yeah. saying that you know the whole it ain't ralph though you know houseway yeah. like all of that yeah Really, like, real quick in the, in the comments, what's your, your what's your favorite Kanye West quote? And we'll we'll just go from there. See what that is. George Bush hates black people. <laughs> George Bush don't care about black people. Yeah. Now now that time. we have forty five, I I think I kind of like George Bush a little bit more now. In Which is the craziest thing in the world? It's like, like George Bush yeah, was thought, not. You thought I was bad, huh? <laughs> Whew. Yeah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like controversy, he, like yeah. I don't know if we can map it, but the George Bush thing was that before late registration or around the time of late registration? I um, feel like it was. Uh, was it, I feel like it was before? It was after Katrina, so it was two thousand five. So, I f- okay, and late so registration did- maybe came out in two thousand four, if I'm not mistaken. So it was after. It was definitely oh, after because that would have been the only reason he was on TV. Yeah. Um, um, he he it's times where again, like I said, that I think he's connected to a different stratosphere of thought. So when you're a creative, there's you tap into a source. Whatever your source is, whether it's religion, whether it's Alcohol, whatever it is for you, you tap into it. Yeah. If you don't recognize that you're tapping into a source, you're going to drain yourself out because it's going to be too much for you. It's going to overload your sensories. You're going to end up doing too much. You're going to go further than whatever because you're able to see everything like Ultra Instinct on Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. It just, you're just moving stuff out of the way and you're just moving. But sometimes, like, you know, like in the anime, you know, you end up tired. And in those moments where you're tired, that's when things kind of happen, and or whether good or bad. And I feel like those are the times where he ends up in that place because yeah. he's, you know, kind of overloading himself. And so he, you know, as we see, acts his life out in front of us. But he's and like a little that, kid, right? Yeah, right. Um, and in that, in that way of being of being a little kid, he essentially just um, takes everything that he's doing. And I don't know when you, when you, when you're with a little kid, they say whatever's on their mind. They have no, they have no filter until they get older. And so if you take the the mind of a little kid and over time you age that kid up, but over that time you never had anybody saying, hey, you shouldn't say that to people. Hey, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. 
all these other outside no-nos, these slaps on the wrist that we get throughout life. <laughs> no, no. Right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, like the the feedback we get when people talk to us about when we when we start talking about our dreams to people and immediately people tell us, well, you might want to think about a backup plan, right? So it's little things like that, that over time, I think that Kanye West did not hold on to. Yeah, because you have that one, he had that one person in his mom just supporting what he was doing. Yeah, maybe his mom was a filter for it. Yeah, and all it takes is one. And when you lose that filter, when you lose the the lightning rod, essentially, you just strike wherever you, where energy is filling you. And no, is is it excusable? For some people, no. But you also have to understand that that's him. Should he have taken the mic from? I mean, no, only because as me and you talk about all the time, like we know she great. Like them recognizing or saying she's great don't really mean nothing. Like you don't have to tell people that Beyonce is great or that Beyonce should have won for this or Beyonce should have won for that. Like Beyonce wins, period. Yeah. I guarantee you, like, even with the extras and stuff that I know that they get for that business deal and, and business transactions and stuff, like, and that's what, like, it's lightning rod. Like, it's stepping up from your His friend. I, I was about it. black music more so than yeah. it was Beyonce, for sure. And I respect it, but at the same time, it's like, I remember, I remember us having a conversation about that, like, a yeah. couple years or, or i feel like it was we were just talking on the phone about it and i was saying like yeah. it may have been early on the podcast because we talked about kanye before we um it was on the uh, it was on the phone one time because it was when you were telling me that you were a part of the grammy stuff oh okay yeah and like it was like yearly me and you would have a conversation about how i want to be on the grammy so on and so forth and the conversation oh. we ended up having was why and i said well you know i want blah 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 and then as time went on and all of this stuff started happening, that all these people kept losing and you had the Macklemore, Kendrick Lamar thing. Um, you had all these different things. We started both to sit and be like, well, what is it that I'm asking for? Yeah. And, you know, that's the only thing that I didn't really agree with. Like, even when yeah. he was, you know, doing the thing with Sway, I understood his point of like, I'm trying to reach a level that we do not yet have. They don't give us that respect. And but I can understand the frustration. His his frustration is that um traditionally and historically, like um white people that have these or if we're just talking about the fashion fashion industry, yeah. the yeah, fashion just, industry is very um closed off to yes. a specific group of people. And most of those people are like Italian or different, different um, ethnicities and cultures. And and what what happens is they don't use their own money to fund these things, because if they did, they'd go broke. One wrong move and you're over. 
they have investments from their community. And what he's saying is that if he had more investments from his community or from a community, then he would be able to produce these sort of things that he wants to produce. Right. And like you, see you can't blame him for that. Like, no, you see what he's doing at Adidas. Nike didn't want to give him nothing. No, it, it, like distribution. I, don't, I think people just don't understand how costly it is to distribute a product to the world. Even though the Internet exists, it still costs a lot to produce that product from start to finish. People, I think people also you give so much clout to brands without mm-hmm. giving some sort of uh, some sort of stability to your yeah. own. Yeah, maybe like, we're so far away from the process of making things that so, we don't know that it costs right. a lot. So on that end, you know, Kanye does controversy for the fuck of it, just to get that out there. Like, and sometimes it's emotional. But what I wanted to get to mm-hmm. <laughs> today was what spurring this conversation is. Kanye has always pushed the needle. Either you get the album later on um, with like 808s and Heartbreaks. I didn't get the album until I started thinking about my uh, breakup at the time. Yeah. Like I didn't. Like I couldn't see it. I couldn't hear it. I, I just thought it was like weird that he wasn't rapping and doing all this singing. Like, what is this? But then when I got it, same thing like with the other albums, like whether it's late registration or whatever, like finally getting to listen to it and, and sitting and, and digesting the topics and seeing the way he's like orchestrated all these beats and stuff and realizing two different things. One, his production skill is completely connected to his true creative self. Mm-hmm. And two, that everything he does, he's doing to push himself forward and push everything forward. Yeah. And so what's the theory? What's the theory is the next Kanye West album. What is what is it going to sound like? I feel like, and I've espoused this, that we'll know how the next Kanye album is going to sound by how he produces all of the albums that are going to come out from good before his album. At least one of them is going to come out before his album. If they do. <laughs> well, if they do. Good, good point. Good point. We can talk do. about that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's, I'm on. let's talk about that part. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let, let's let's if, talk about this. Hypothetically, stuff. like these albums come out, Tiana Taylor. Um, Pusha, Pusha, Saha. I think he's doing yeah. one with Sean. Yeah, and I, mean, if, I, I take that back because the the president now of Good Music is Pusha. So there's a chance that Pusha will push these albums out and sort of, kind of, as the administrator of the business, force Kanye mm-hmm. to produce this work. Now, what I think. And so, My Name is My Name was a great album. Mm-hmm. It was Pusher. It was Fear God 1 and 2 Pusher. Um, but I think, and even No Dope on Sundays is an amazing album. But I think if Kanye gets back into a late registration, modernized bag that 
it's going to break artists in a way that puts them on the Rihanna level. Like Pusha T in terms of lyricism on a rapper level, we salute and we put them up there. But mainstream people don't really, you know, get it the way we've gotten it for years. Um, yeah, that's because Pusha T, or just the clips in general, has never been a group that you would put on the Super Bowl stage. Right, and they've had, even though you should have, because the first song that they ever did, fun fact, was with Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake's first solo song was with the Clips and their first debut song before they dropped uh, Lord Willing. Yeah. And well, when they had an album these before that. <laughs> nobody knows. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows about but, that album. <laughs> I mean, you get Pharrell around, and that's another guy we'll have to talk about one of these yeah. days. Yeah, that's a different um, story. But Kanye. What I think he's going to do, and I, I gave you this theory the other day, I think that he's going to... I think Tiana, Tiana uh, Miss Taylor's album <laughs> is going to nasty. be similar to uh, Miss Education of Lauren Hill, which she did do a flip on in a, in a mixtape. Yeah. Um, But I feel like it's going to have that kind of feel because of how he does his beats. And the Miss Education of Lauren Hill was a soulful telling of just life. Like, uh, I used to love him came on the other day and it's uh, one of my sister's favorite songs or whatever. And I listened to that song and it sounds like a, a hymnal. It sounds like a, a, a spiritual, yeah. but not in a way that like, and she's in, in, in certain parts of it, you know, praising and doing spiritual things. Yeah. I think that Kanye has that capacity only because of me listening to John Legend's first album, which I don't know if he executive produced or not, but I know he had a hand in it. And I think the he song, EP'd that album, yeah, um, from the credits. Matter of fact, I think he EP'd his first two albums. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, well, actually, no, he did his first album, and then he did a song with uh Jamie Fox, uh, that late night extravaganza, yeah, that I don't think actually came out anywhere other than just being a single. But anyway, this needs to hear that. The point I'm making was the way he did that album. And the way he was doing albums then was like the cookout. And it felt like the cookout. It felt like you haven't seen your family in a long time. You're sitting down. You're having a conversation with them about how school's going. You're having a conversation with uh, them about your job. And the family is basically different versions of yourself. It's your self-esteem. It's um, where you are in a relationship. It's the heartbeat of who you are and he presents that when he produces he do we need a, a lauren type album right now yeah for me yeah only because would it, like would it even sound the same because lauren's lauren hill's album was done practically in a, in a, in a in an attic you know right you know, um wyclef and um and, what um, I and Salam uh, Remy. What I think is not so much that it's gonna sound like exactly like it, but I feel like it's gonna have that energy only because of how talented she is, and it's a vocal thing that I hear. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, so there's this strength in her voice that allows her to go to so many different levels. So Lauren would have a song where she's just doing a whole lot of runs. But in the background, there's this orchestrated, controlled, soft chorus that works with this while she's melodically doing whatever. Like there's, and Kanye is very cognizant of those things when he orchestrates certain songs. Like he did it on used to uh, love you for uh, John Legend. And all the songs on that album, it just, like I said, it has that cookout feel. So I feel like while it'll be more modernized, it'll be more, you know, cold summer, honest depictions of emotions because she's just real. She's just honest. And when he works with those type of people, because like if you go back and listen to John Legend's album, a lot of people will probably think it's not as you think it's just kind of fluffy because of the songs you hear. Like you'll hear ordinary people or something like that. But you don't hear the song where he's literally like he made a song about just being drunk. <laughs> I miss I miss Kanye West collaborating with random people. The song right. that he produced for Keisha Cole, like that was oh. my favorite song on the album. Like you know what I mean when he that. would reach out to other people and give them a beat. Um, Talib Kweli. You know, arguably his greatest song is a Kanye yeah. produced track. Uh, uh, Common, the people. With, Common with the corner. The, cor- the corner. Because the, the I think corner, he did the corner right? too. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Like, because, and then the remix was, ugh, it's just. Yeah. You right. You they are right. I forgot about feeling. that Kanye. Right. So, so, where are his, like, is he just too expensive? Like why? Like, where's the humility in in well, his production? I think he's ascended in himself, and like, and that's and he's ascended in a capitalistic way. We talk about this all the time. So the bigger you get, the further you get away from things you quote unquote used to do. Like it services the game. For him to do that, which is why I think he feels and is about to do these albums yeah. with the people that he likes, because he has yeah. disconnected from that in a certain way. So I I'll think he is back. trying to get because maybe because maybe maybe I'm wrong because instead of collaborating outside of his projects, he kept the collaborations close to him, and so maybe it's just a matter of perspective, right? Because my beautiful. Twisted Dark Fantasy was full of collaborations. The whole process, even Good Fridays. So it's not that he doesn't want to collaborate. It's just that most of the collaborations only stay on his album. Yeah, he's leveraging the tension in that in that regard. Right, and I loved Good Fridays. Good Fridays, I think, was my favorite Kanye time. Cause yeah. man. I've talked about. I love "Don't Look Down." "Don't Look Down" yeah. is Jesus. Yeah. Or, and it or may that be, or the CSR. Yeah, CSR with Lupe. CRS Child Rebel. C- yeah. Oh, CRS Child Rebel Soldier. Yeah. What was the song they did? Shit, I can't think of the name of it. But Lupe I, went I, off on that again. I can't remember. But that should have been a group to this day. 
And they were supposed to do the album. That's why they yeah. dropped the damn song. Yeah. That it went on nobody's album. Yeah, I'm like, kind of mad. It wasn't on Frizz and it wasn't on Lopez and it wasn't on Kanye's. Yeah. Like, ugh. so when I when I think about his his what was I thinking about? I was thinking about collaborations Mm-mm. and how he needed to kind of do that more. My beautiful um, and then dark twisted like fantasy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So here's my theory on why he doesn't let people run off with his beats. Right, because he'll do he'll do a few things here and there, like a Katy Perry joint or something something of that nature, right? And he'll work with other people, but my uh, my theory on that is that they don't promote the song the way that he would promote the song if it was a collaboration, and that's one of my biggest pet peeves with collaborating with anybody it's Mm. very important that when we collaborate whether i'm asking you for something or not that you promote what we worked on because that's the whole purpose of collaborating right is that we both push this new product and two is better than one when it when it comes to that to that regards but nine times out of 10, that does not happen. And so that makes me more reluctant to not collaborate. Um, I also think, like I said, that he just got to a point to where it didn't serve him as much. So it was there was a hunger. At yeah. that point in time, it was like he could do no wrong. And then it was like know. we... we I don't know, because the service part, the like all of his whole process is collaboration because he doesn't have a lot of time. Right. But what I'm more so speaking to is back then the hunger was I didn't have the time, but all the time I was using was not only working on my project, but then I'm I'm saying, hey, take this. Hey, go with this. It was planting seeds for the way the industry is. And those Attention. seeds grew. Yeah, Attention. those seeds grew. Right. And when those seeds grew to where they grew, it's like, well, now I want to take my people or people that I like. I want to pick them, handpick them because I have that power and put them to a certain place. And then it was like, well, I want to be on the level of this guy and this guy. And now I am. Is networking one on one. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't have to go back and spend a whole summer making beats and giving it to everybody and making their singles pop. Like, I don't, I can do what I want to do with the people I want to do it with. Like, I can put Big Sean out. I can put another John Legend album out. I can, if I want to put a side hat album out, I can do this song with 2 Chains and and push that to a whole nother level. I can do this song on uh, Blank Face with, with Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Out of and nowhere. He's, and it's he's just, done two songs with Paul McCartney, so. Right. right. You know, it, it, it's, you know, I can, a couple years prior to that, I can do this song with uh, Ti and 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 Jay Z and 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 go like he can go and I can go to that bag because I want to, not because I have to, and mm-hmm. that's like the essential part. And it's a difficult thing because when you had to, you were more. It was more beautiful because I'm not trying to make you look bad. I want to make myself look good by making you look good, and then we look good, and then it's all good. 
it's a different part in the process. It's a different type of. There's more reasons than just me getting on that I that I need this. I need this for right. the income. I need this for the popularity so I can achieve the goals that I want. Because without attention, I'm not going to be able to get the the income that I need for it. Um, I Like, I want to do all these huge things. And music is just my marketing plan for all these bigger things. And I also want to be transcendent. Like, I want everything that I touch to just continue to grow. So, like... If you notice, like Keisha Cole, you know, up, down, up, down in, in general. But like the the incline when he was doing a song with Keisha Cole, when he did that song with Brandy, when he was doing, you know, the song, I think, with Carrie Hilson, um, in all of these different places in the pop world that he was popping up, those people were up next in terms of how you looked at them, how you viewed them when you heard these songs, because... Yeah. You wouldn't just be looking for Kanye because of how Kanye orchestrates things. Oh, and that was another point that I wanted to make that he also did. Kanye also, in his style, brought light to the other people that were doing the same things. Just Blaze was already a great producer. Uh Uh-huh. Kanye took off, he made Just Blaze sound even greater. Because now you can recognize and hear what these guys have been doing for years. Whether it was just... Ninth, and I think that there was a certain level of respect for him. Don't get me wrong; like I'm not saying that people didn't notice, but yeah. I'm saying like I well, remember they worked on the same album, yeah, and they competed for space on that album. Right. And I remember and like, still sharp and still. So they right. he yeah. pushed him forward by being his competitor, right? And like him shining and getting up there, shining the light on these people that were already great. Like, and great, because if you heard a sample, like, somehow Kanye made it easier to tell whose samples was whose. In my mind, for at mm-hmm. least for me. Yeah. Because I remember, like, being able to hear his sound, being able to hear Justice sound, being able to hear Ninth sound, being able to hear Alchemist, being able to hear, oh, speaking of that, the stuff he did with uh, with uh, uh, Dialated Peoples. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's another yeah. avenue of something that he did his, that was like, you know, yeah. I don't know. His his partnership with JD, his, you know. Right, yeah. He um he illuminated Slum Village for me. Yeah. You know, like even though that was Dilla. Yeah. Like yeah. that whole style of that Kanye did like made cuz he rapped it, on their song. Yeah. It yeah. made you seek and search and and look for the, the the thing, and you got to see the the Swiss Army knife of people that now had all of this at their disposal. Yeah, and it was like beautiful because he he is a light. Period. Like whether you hate him, whether you love him, you're going to pay attention, and that's been the case since he stepped on the scene. Like you said, when he made the choice to take this thing that they were already talking about that probably would have killed so many other people's career because other people would have been like, man, I can't talk. I can't do it. I can't do this. And yeah. he did it anyway. And not only did it, did it great. 
and made it into something amazing. And little brother, you know, yeah, little brother, Him. Um, yeah, like, like the, he he had a huge. Well, Ryan he Pat. has a huge impact on a lot of black culture, right? Because he's one of those people that can work with anybody, so he can float in any circle, right? So it 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 begs me to think is that who's next? Who would be a next Kanye West, right? Oof. The J Coles the. You know what I mean? Like, um, who shows that type of? I don't know. I don't know if if anybody talks like that in the interview. I and I don't know you. if there could be a next Kanye West if there's currently a Kanye West, because obviously Kanye West would overshadow a next Kanye West. I think there can be, but I don't know where it is because you have a lot of people that are producing their own music. But the thing that they're getting to is like whether you're talking about Crick, Cole, or whoever, we love their production on certain things. But then people, the, the problem is of being with their level of greatness or whatever. Most people end up saying, Well, you should really work with this and take this off of your plate so you can be better at this. Yeah. So you can spit better or do better. Like they they kind of make it seem like they can't. And it seems like a lot of time their best albums end up being the ones where they didn't, where they yeah. just kind of produce and master. So it's kind of it separates them from like, you know, Kanye does do the collaboration. So I'm not saying that he don't work with people, but it's still Kanye tinking and and and, and twerking and and and, and yeah. changing this and, and this, that and the third. Do we expect to hear the old Kanye on this on the next new album? album? No. I expect and to will it be out in 2018? <laughs> you know, I want to say no, but I want to say whenever we do hear Kanye, it's going to be an angry Kanye. I want to say that this angry Kanye is going to do just he's going to get back in his bag, but he's not going back in the past. Like whatever he does is going to be something where you sit there and you're like, OK, we should, yeah, we should have known. OK. Like that should like been. that's the one thing that we yeah. said that we would not touch, and he he right. did it, and like ripped it open, and not only like it'll be something that like with life of Pablo that you sit back and you're like, damn, yeah, okay, but um, I I, I want to end on the greatest thing that Kanye ever gave to me, and that my friend. Is Luke Crate? No, sky. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I "Is this a product placement?" <laughs> well, well, I mean, it could have no. been, but no. also he did give me something with a Lou in it. Lou baby, uh, ask everybody. Like he was already doing the Fahrenheit mixtapes at that point in time, but him doing the Touch the Sky, like while uh, Lupe was with Atlantic, um, did wonders in a sense because when mm -hmm. I got to Tougaloo College in 2006 and or late 2006 that came uh young Dro came to our um came to our college one time chilled in the cab took pictures and stuff got a picture on my Facebook of, of, of me with him uh back in my younger years they also gave us a touch the sky mixtape 
And it yeah. was a, a culmination of all the Lupe's Fahrenheit mixtapes with Touch the Sky on it. Could that have been because a Jay-Z thing since was. Jay-Z executive produced that album? Yep. Also could have been that. Um, it, like not, like the, his, not, he, um, not Touch the Sky, not the album, not late registration, but like because he produced uh, Lupe's liquor. album. So he has, he's sort of like orchestrating things in the background. He knows Lupe needs a bump. He knows that mm. they kind of fit into the same niche um, or the I same audience. More... And then, you know, you trade, you know, you trade um, collaborations, right? I think it's more Lupe. Um, only honestly because of how long I've been listening to him. I think that it was a culmination of where he is, the fact that they're both from Chicago. I True. think that he probably already had a relationship given the places that he was running around and the people that he was connected to. Yeah. And just in general, how powerful his family is in terms of the things that he was exposed to and experienced. I think it, it was Jay-Z. I think it was Lupe being who he was and the fact that he had a name in the city. Like, I think that I'm almost positive Kanye knew of him. And I think that the solidification was what you're saying in like a Jay-Z kind of conversation of let's try and do this because it is. Um, because then when they did it, because, you know, they've done other songs together um, and just, you know, they got love and stuff for each other in the same way that every artist from Chicago seems to. Like, I remember the Lupe, Rhyme Fest, Kanye thing was, was, yeah. was like they were the rhymers of, of everything. Um, and also that's another thing that I think artists have to like not quit on. Like I, I miss the, this artist presents this, like I miss that because it what was so mean? cool to, so like Kanye and Ron Fest, like we were talking about like all these artists that he was kind of like bringing out when they were like before consequence, you know, was flipping out and all this other yeah. stuff. But, um, that whole uh movement in terms of he had kind of yeah. started of like you knew that this was a yeah like you he knew gave this was a kind of new life um, right uh, my thing is i believe that um a lot of times that hurts an artist true and we've talked about that because a lot of them didn't do much like when you got to your second album that's like oh this is my album that i want to do Majority yeah. of those people didn't really succeed in the way that they should because people were just expecting more that them on a Kanye sound, yeah. which is also the, the kind of problem with the push for yeah. people to do albums with certain producers. Yeah. Um, and them coming up lackluster is because they're not creating in a space where they're just creating. They're money grabbing versus, you know, hey, I'm doing these kind of beats because they fit you. Yeah, the audience will listen for Kanye West and not for for this, especially if he's only on one single, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so just to kind of wrap that up in a bow, in a sense, he is honestly a trailblazer, and it's so difficult to do that with everything he's trying to do, like. To still be in a situation where people can say, 
you know, the Kardashians ruined them or whatever they want to say, or they didn't get to him, you know, all this other stuff, right? Like, he been with her with singles out that are hot. He was with her with Life of Pablo, and that's yeah. still, you know, a great album. Um, You know, he was on the, 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 the tail end in My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but, uh, well, he was still with Amber at that point, but um, I think he... Uh, Go ahead. On the Kardashian point, I think I think people don't know how intelligent that family is. But that's just a side note, All right? That may that be a well, that be mean, another you know, conversation. But I can the, the reason why because I say that. Look, oh, go ahead. The reason why I say that is because oftentimes to be accepted in pop culture, you have to pretend not to be intelligent right so if you come off right as i don't care right the kind of you know kind of um fly by night sort of thought process right or the the um you know i'm just cool with whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. I, i just go with it uh, go with the flow or I don't know much or I don't know anything nine times out of ten that's not going to turn people off from liking you that's going to make you like most people end up with them just like I said in this situation we are addicted to stupid things and I mean that in the sense that whether it's the Kardashians whether it's Honey Boo Boo whether it's John and Kate plus eight we're addicted to the drama. It starts off by being mystified. You didn't have to watch or pay attention to a family that quote unquote got famous because of a sex tape with an with an R&B artist that wasn't nobody really checking for. Mm-hmm. But you did. You not only checked for it, you allowed them because they wanted to because they're smart. Like you're going to try and talk crazy to us for this. We finna get money off of this. Yeah, they like, flipped you thought it. this was gonna happen. Like, let's flip this. Like, because you want me to be shamed into a corner of not existing. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna do that. Well, I believe now I believe it was leaked by somebody, and you know, she really didn't want it to come out. Cause no, oh, facts. facts. Nothing about like yes, facts. I don't know. I, I I maybe I know too much about the Kardashian backstory than most people would give you know to would would like admit to but like i don't know i think i think she's a lot smarter than that right and i mean at the end of the day you got to think about like what did that actually do it allowed her to claim her power like at that point in time like like look at leaked videos now she changed the dynamic for leaked videos period Mm -hmm. leaked videos used to be you over with dog like, because I can't unsee this in a certain way. Like, depending upon what the leaked video was. Like, it used to have to be something that they would, like, avoid and not talk about. Yeah. Well, even hip-hop is changing the terminology for what a motto is and started that that trend. Yeah. Because if it wasn't... It, I'm not saying that Kim Kardashian is the, is the point for that, but that body type is not traditional yeah. motto body type. And so as soon as hip-hop started to 
to integrate into pop culture. Now the term model is no longer I have to starve myself and be anorexic and take photos and be five, eight, five, nine and be a white girl. Right. I can be whatever I want to be. And again, this is the thing that I think that we can bring it back to the Kanye conversation. Yeah, is that's what so I was headed back to. Is like I think part of a, it is controversy anyway. So yeah, why not like be he, with the person that you like and has a lot of attention? And that has kind of been there throughout everything, but just was again, like they probably, not even probably, they assuredly always wanted to be together. But the thing was, they were both making moves. Like you were saying, she was being smart and making the moves that she was making. Yeah. Like, and that's why you have the whole trail of, you know, he was talking to her with Reggie Bush and all that other stuff that happened. Yeah. Um, Because there was a purpose. And it's crazy. It's, it's, it's messed up on some levels for certain people, but people think more than you think they don't. Like yeah, if I can people also slip. don't know what's going on behind the scenes either. So like, yeah, really. Like if I slip, like it's fine. Like all the slips that they've had have not stopped anything. Mm-hmm. All of the so-called claims have not stopped anything. They keep moving forward. Um, anybody that comes into contact with them, whether you hate them, like them, think somebody brought them down, it keeps moving forward. So. All in all, I just think that Kanye is just going to continue moving forward with the needle. Um, what I want you guys to do, um, because I know that you enjoy this conversation a whole lot, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button so you can be notified every time that we drop some dope content. Leave some the link comments. is in the description, by the way. So if you're watching this on Facebook, you can click the link now. And um, if you're Checking us out anywhere else, uh, the button is right there in the description for you. Right there in the description. Do that. If you're using iTunes, make sure you rate us and, and give a review. That helps us with our discovery, so on and so forth. Um, and just interact with us because we're going to keep interacting with you because we do this service for you. We don't just come on here to have a conversation about anything like we do that on the phone well we you know? do have this conversation about anything that's a uh, part of the tag no like. <laughs> well, we're about, we're about everything, everything. <laughs> right but the anything part of it is is for you guys <laughs> um, but yeah like make sure you do that tell a friend share it because i know you know you like kanye too so share it get it out there um knowledge is for understanding and it's not to prove others wrong this is the no rhyme or reason podcast with your boy icarus gray and your homeboy wordplay tj and we'll see you guys in 2018 peace, peace.